AFL Bites Round 18 is here. Can you believe it? This is the Bite Series podcast where we try and recap the AFL in under five minutes. No long intros, no mucking around. Let's get straight into it. Their Sunday night football at the SCG was a cracker of the game. The Swans just getting over the line against the Bulldogs, 78-76, keeping their finals hopes alive, perhaps. Bontempelli threw his mouth guard in disappointment after the siren. He was huge for the Dogs. He had 31 touches, 2 goals and 142 fantasy points. No wonder he was upset. E. Goulden had a 30 of his own and was elite by foot. Tom Papley on his birthday for the Swans kicked 4 goals and you know he loves a celebration. The Swans held on to the lead with 5 minutes left after a Papley goal. Darcy O'Donnell for the Dogs picked up injuries and Malikin was subbed out with an injury too. Let's move over to Friday Night Football at the MCG. I cannot believe it. Melbourne snatched a four-goal lead from the Lions with seven minutes to go to win the game by one point. It was Jake Melksham kicking the winning goal for the Ds with a minute left. The Ds were out to a four-goal lead early in the first quarter, but the Lions in the second quarter, they went into keepings off mode, switching the ball around with a late kick-in, and they were leading by 28 points at one point. Joe Danaher was huge for the Lions. He had 24 touches and two goals, and I thought Harris Andrews was enormous down back, but somehow the Demons hung in there. Petrarca was up front again for a lot of the game. He kicked four goals with more forward time, but the star of the game was Ruckman Max Gorn, who relished in the single ruck roll with 29 touches, five marks, seven tackles, a goal, and 162 supercoach points. Wow. As expected, the Magpies fly over the Dockers in an easy win, 113-67 to at the MCG. Typical Pies football, it was handball, handball, running through the middle, exciting football. The Dacos brothers, Nick and Josh, had 36 and 31 disposals and a goal each two. Maybe another three votes for Nick Dacos. Dacos, Crisp and Dagoe all had 26 touches or more. Elliot had four goals straight, that's now five goals, four goals, four goals in his last three games. For the Dockers, Erasmus stepped up without Sarong. He had full-time midfield responsibilities with 26 disposals. Sadly, Sean Darcy had an ankle injury in quarter three. But the biggest injury of the game was Brandon Walker for Freo. He appeared to look like he dislocated his knee, which had to stop the whole game. It looked pretty gruesome. Moving over to Gold Coast, the Saints are in a world of misery. Ross Lyon describing them as a fumbly mess as they lose to the Gold Coast 77-51 in what was a dominant display from the Suns. The Suns were all over the Saints from the first bounce. They dominated the contested possessions and clearances. Sam Flanders, I mentioned him a few weeks ago, he was elite in the middle again. He had 33 touches and 120 Dream Team points. Took Miller, I told you last week to jump on. He had 108 fantasy points. He was back in the middle. And Will Powell was also huge for the Suns down back. For the Saints, again, their letdown is their inside 50 entry. It was horrible. But Jack Paris on debut showed some good tackling abilities. And Cooper Sharma kicked three goals in a somewhat decent effort. It was danger game for Port Adelaide and the Blues go four straight. Beating Port, ending the streak, winning 122-72 at Marvel. Don't think anyone expected a 50-point win, but Carlton played phenomenal footy once again. Surprisingly, they still won even though Mackay was subbed off in quarter one with a knee injury, but Voss optimistically claims he will be okay. Jesse Motlop was a late in for Owies and he kicked four goals, alongside Jack Silvani who was huge for the Blues with four goals and 19 touches. Charlie Kerno had three goals three, Cripps had one goal three. Walsh was kept quiet after a light tag from Willem Drew. For Port, Houston had 41 touches and 156 fantasy points. He led the game. Butters only had one touch after halftime and he was rested in the fourth quarter. I think they're preparing for the Magpies next week. It's dominance at GM HBA Stadium. Geelong looking back to their best, dominating the Bombers 122 to 45. Atkins and Holmes were huge for the Cats. Atkins had 28 disposals and 12 tackles. I think he had 14 last week, didn't he? Holmes led the game with 33 touches. Tom Hawkins dominated the game. He had five goals, three off eight big marks. Stengel had three of his own. And Jeremy Cameron was back. He had 17 disposals. 
Zach Merritt was tagged out of the game by O'Connor, keeping him to just 18 disposals. Wow. Short one here. The Giants shocked the Crows at Adelaide Oval, not for the first time, winning a 71-57. Sam Taylor for the Giants was instrumental in their win. He quelled Taylor Walker to just eight disposals and two goals and was reading everything. Josh Kelly, after just six touches last week, bounced back with 28 touches and a goal. And Toby Green had three goals straight alongside 20 touches. Rochelle finds himself in hot water after striking Buckley. I believe he's been done for two weeks. Rory Laird for the Crows led the game with 33 touches and 131 fantasy points. Moving over to the two Sunday games. Firstly, we had Hawks North at Marvel. Fast-paced, daring football. Hawks prevail, winning 88-40. Not bad signs from the teams. I saw Warple on fire in the first quarter and a carry throughout the game. He finished on 32 disposals and a goal. The Hawks were a bit inaccurate in front of goal. They had 12 goals and 16 behind. And Sheasel for North was a beneficiary. He took a lot of kickouts without Zeebel and Hall, and he racked up with some classy football and 30 touches. Shields playing against his old side, picked up a little nibble, but he bounced back with 21 touches and finished the game. Finn McGuinness, the tagger, he tagged Taron Thomas, keeping him to 12 touches, while Sicily found himself with a tag of his own from North's Eddie Ford, who kept him to just 17 disposals and almost took mark of the year. To finish off the round, it's the Tigers triumphing over West Coast at Optus Oval. West Coast again looking off the pace and couldn't go with the Tigers midfield. In particular, I noticed Bolton and Martin looked on fire. They had 10 scoring shots between them, 46 touches and a lot of score involvements. Rioli was big down back. He had 31 disposals. He led the game. Sadly, Ginby for the Eagles was subbed out early with a hamstring injury, but Gaff came on as a sub and he had 24 touches, I believe. Jack Darling kicks his 500th goal for West Coast. Big honour. And Rioli Jr. for the Tigers gets subbed out. He only had six touches, but he still didn't take it very well. He refused to answer the phone on the bench after being subbed out. McCulter later saying that they'll deal with whatever needs to be dealt with. He'll be okay. I'm stumbling my words here. I'm that excited. That brings us to the end of AFL Bites Round 18. We thank Footy Live as always for posting us. Check out B-Ball Bites. That's our brother. And that's where this all started. That's hosted by Alexander J. I cannot wait to see you for some more footy action next week. Check us out on Spotify, Footy Live, AFL Bites.